Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is anointed and your word will bless us. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. Somebody say a big amen. amen. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. We are talking about the pillars of radical ministry, part two. We were talking about four pillars of radical ministry. Last Sunday, I did two of the pillars with you. There are many pillars for radical ministry. The first one we considered is the fact that you and I have been called. Do you remember? The Bible said many are called, but few are chosen. Then the second pillar was that you have been chosen. So we learned that the called belongs to the popular stance. You are in a big bowl, and the call is for partying. It's for enjoyment. But we learned that a few people are able to transition from just being called or being born again to people who are chosen for the use of the master. And we learned that when he said few are chosen, responsibilities were given to the few that were chosen. So when you are chosen or part of a selected few, you are also calibrated in such a way, engineered in such a way that God uses you for his glory. That's when the Bible talks about you being a vessel of what? Anna. Praise the Lord for the master's use. I believe strongly that for every functional home, there are things that are reserved for certain people. If you come to my house, I can choose to eat with any spoon in that house, but at least I know that my beloved wife has reserved some spoons for me. Hey! Is it nice? It's nice. <laughs> some families, I mean, not everyone cannot just enter your house and start drinking from any cup. <laughs> so, there are vessels that have been reserved for the use of certain people. So when you are a chosen vessel, God uses you for special things. And it is important for you to understand that you are not ordinary. You are a peculiar person. And a royal priesthood. So that's the second. And these are all 
mindsets that the Lord wants us to have. Bible says, let this mind be in you. The same mind that was in Christ Jesus. So we have the mind of Christ. But not all of us manifest the mind of Christ. Why? Because it is difficult to manifest something you are not conscious of. Something you don't know anything about. It's difficult to manifest it. So if you don't know, you have to be taught. And that's why we are teaching. So these things have formed the basis of our culture as a church. That I am called, number one. Number two, I am chosen. Number three for today and then number four, we'll deal with it briefly in this service, is that we have been sent by the Lord to save the world. That is the third pillar we are discussing for radical ministry. That we have been sent by the Lord to save the world. Tell somebody you have been sent by the Lord Jesus to save this world. Now, so say you are a savior. I can't hear you at all. Tell somebody you are a savior. That is what we read in Mark chapter 16 when the Bible talks about Jesus talking to them. He gave them the great commission. He said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. Say, preach to them. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So, through the preaching of the word of the Lord, witnessing to unbelievers, we are able to save them. Praise the Lord. But our responsibility is to go and preach. Go and what? That is radical. (laughs) Go and preach. The word says he sent them. He did what? He sent them. So you and I have been sent. That is why he said go. It is the man who has been sent. Who has been commissioned to go. So there is the going because you have been sent. There is no going when you sit. Sitting is not going. (laughs) You need to go. Be mobile. Be in the fields. Praise the Lord. And go ye is a command. He sent them. When you are sent, there is an expectation of some kind of result. You know, as part of your errand. It's not a passive sending. It's a sending that has a commission, a mission, and a vision. Preach. Some will be saved, some will not be saved. But your job is to preach very well. Praise the Lord. So a non-preaching Christian is a useless Christian. You can be a praying Christian, but that doesn't make you useful to God. You might be useful to yourself. Because... The, the time is, there are commands he gave them in Acts chapter 1. He said, don't try to go. Just wait ye, pray until the spirit comes. So the first command was wait and pray. They waited and prayed and the terminal point was until the spirit comes. Then you go. Then in chapter 2 of Acts, the Bible said that the spirit came on the day of Pentecost. So the realm of waiting and praying had been fulfilled. Praise the Lord. 
And now he said, when the spirit comes upon you, then you shall become my witnesses. Act 1.8. My witnesses. That's when the going start. So two instructions he gave. Pray ye and go ye. But you see that our generation, we like the pray ye, you know. If we say we are fasting right now, you will see our hokekarism. Hey, people will be, you see that it's like the spirit has been, it's been stirred. Feel stirred, you be dimpire. So we are in the realm of goyi, we are still doing prayi. Oh, it's not in your Bible. Waity, when he comes, then he will go. He has already come. So now we are in the what? Go. The only time you are praying any meaningful prayer is when it's like he's telling you not to go. Like he told them that you guys don't go to this place, but enter Macedonia. Or else when you pick your bag, it's a go project. The next voice you are hearing. You are, you, you are, you should be listening to hear is the voice that says don't go until that voice comes. He has already commanded that what? Go ye. You, you can't say I'm praying to see if it's the will of God that I go and preach. No, he has already commanded that go ye. And once God has spoken twice, I have heard. That's when he speaks one. You should do repetitive action until he tells you another one. Hey. So a believer who is not into preaching is not growing. It's not radical. You are just some something. Ask somebody, are you into preaching? Or you are just around, around. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. One lady just said that she, it is when she went out to preach that she realized that some of her colleagues, they don't even go to church. But she's been working with them. Uh, now I'm sure that if the rapture had come and he was the one being taken away, one of them would have held the hand. Where are you going? <laughs> After not preaching to us, you, you want to leave us, you lie. And the Bible said, we, we did a twinkling of an eye or the blinking of that. So by the time we blink our eye, he will find out that something has held him and the blink has been done. Hey. But I'm praying that you'll be a preaching believer. <laughs> you must preach to your neighbors. You must preach to your relatives. You must preach to your friends, your colleagues. In the Bible, you see that when Andrew, Nathaniel, Peter, and the rest, not all the disciples were called by Jesus. Some of them were called and they went to call their brother. Come and see. Some went to call their friends. Yeah. The woman who met Jesus by the well of Jacob, the Samaritan woman, when she was, she received some revelation about Jesus. She just went to town and brought the man out of the town. That you, you people know, come and see a man I have met. Yes, all the men. She had special grace to attract men. I mean, she knew what she had. A sign that you know what you have is preaching. 
preaching is a real sign that you know not not in the room alone manipulating your husband. No, that one you are not powerful at all. If you are really powerful, you, your manipulation in the room will stop there, and you go out there and you you express your real influence. Hey, but just cornering somebody's son in the room in the name of my husband and using emotional tantrums to confuse a very weak man. It's not a sign that you are powerful. Hey. There was a madman who was healed by Jesus, delivered. When he was delivered, he said he wants to follow Jesus. You know, mostly when the Lord saves you, you don't want to go anywhere. You just want to be around. Around and around, I'm in church, I'm enjoying the presence. Jesus said, no, 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 you, your case, no. The way your case is, it is not good for you to be around, around. So you have been around enough, it's okay. Now, go back. And the Bible says that he went back and he, bec- he went to evangelize at Decapolis. Decapolis, if I understand some little English, it's like 10 cities. So he was a bishop over 10 regions with churches. Beautiful. 10 churches, 10 cells. Very powerful. Now ask somebody, how many cells are you over? Overseeing? Are you overseeing any? You, you don't even have a cell. How can you even have it? Even to have one soul, you can put your finger on your chest that this is my soul. No, you are she, Shelley. I don't know if I'm preaching to somebody here. No, I will preach out until you start winning souls. To even enter the cell meeting and attend, it's difficult for you. How can you know how to preach? He went 10 cities, took charge from a madman to a preacher. Receive that grace right now. I'm telling you that radical ministry is the reason why you will not be useless in church. Sitting around and enjoying nice music. Giving offerings. Dancing. (laughs) That is not radical ministry. Radical ministry is going out there. And snatching people. Who have been held by Satan from the hands of Satan. That's why I say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach. Preach to deliver people. Preaching brings deliverance. It brings what? You can be giving people money and they will still go to hell. Can be giving people opportunities and they will still go to hell. There are many people in church who will still go to hell. Because what you gave them is not Christ. You gave them every other thing Christ gave you minus himself. And you can't be preaching other things to somebody. If you really go out there to witness, you will preach Christ and him crucified. 
unto people. Praise the Lord. You can't be preaching seven steps to success. And no, when you go out for witnessing, that's not what you preach. You preach what? I'm not hearing. <laughs> you see, I, I wanted to be just normal. Then we'll close and all of us go and drink tea and sleep. By the way, you are becoming quiet. You know? It's like you are not understanding the class. So I have to go deeper and share more content. So I'm going there and I'm going to stay there. Go and preach. You are beautiful. But preach without beauty. You are intelligent. How can you be in a, in a place? Either you are the boss there or you are whatever you are there. See, everyone has some influence in your, the kind of networks you find yourself in. And you have to bring that influence to bear when it comes to your faith. And preach Christ. Yeah. Anybody who comes to you twice for help. is an opportunity to give them the Christ who has helped you. Or they will target your material out until you get stressed out. But if Christ helped you, you must give them Christ. Praise the Lord. Go and preach. This is radical ministry. Radical ministry embraces Preaching and witnessing. If you are not a witness through preaching of Christ to the world, you are not radical. Radical ministry, it is done. It's not just the mindset. It is what you do with what you have in your head. Or what you have been taught. It's God talking to somebody. Go out. So we have been sent to save the world. And this world, oh boy, Bible says it lieth in darkness. It is dark, kumo. Dark, gross darkness. One that takes from you. You can feel, sometimes you enter into places and you know that, wow. Are these human beings? And the difference between them and us is just because we saw the light. So many people are addicted to all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Intelligent people wasted because they don't have the word. And the Bible says, how would they know? Romans chapter 10, except a man preaches to them. So sometimes you can be sympathizing with people or sometimes even empathize with them, cry while they are crying and all of that. But that doesn't solve anything. You need to preach to them. A womanizer will not stop womanizing because he went through a, a counseling therapy. It doesn't, it doesn't, a, a therapy of counseling doesn't just, something must happen inside. Is somebody here at all? Something must change inside. There are some people doing the right thing makes them feel vulnerable. Makes them feel weak. Okay, if I say I love you, my wife, it's like I've exposed myself. It makes me feel weak. So being hard and unreasonable is like I'm in control. This is, I'm really doing well for myself. That's, that's how twisted the mind is. Sani pani entunofu. Ontie. 
That person needs Christ. And the love of Christ. The Bible says in Romans 5.5. Watch it. Romans 5.5. Tell somebody, watch it. It says, and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. So people cannot love until the Holy Ghost helps them to love. So some people, when you tell them something here, it just passes here and just jumps out here. Because if someone's nature is dark, they cannot walk in the light. And Christ is light unto the world. He said, I'm the light of the world. So we, we preach to give light to people. And that should be your radical mindset. That anyone who is in darkness that I meet, I must introduce them to the light. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. Beautiful. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70. Say other 70. He was just increasing it from three. He called three, he called 12. And then he was just increasing it to 70. And sent them. He did what? Tell somebody you are being sent. So ask them, why are you sitting? If you are by your spouse, tell them this thing. We better, we better start doing something. Tell somebody, tell somebody by your side. I think we have heard enough of this thing. We have to start doing something. Something radical. Something meaningful. Don't you see how you are, you are, you in your former church, you sat, ah, you almost backslided by sitting. When you sit, anybody who sits for a long time feels sleepy. Lack of activity will take away your productivity. She just feels sleepy. It doesn't matter how competent you are. Once sitting takes over, sleep is inevitable. So you sat in your church, played instrument, became an usher. You almost backslided. You almost became somebody's second wife. Because after a while, ushering, you just lose everything spiritual. Almost. Ask somebody, will you go? (laughs) Radical. When you sit for long and you get tired, your mouth starts looking for something to say. That's how your mind in its lazy state will now remember the glasses somebody was wearing. Because there's nothing fruitful for the mind to apply itself to. So you just begin to, ah, did you see the shoe? So you see a fruitful mind has never seen that shoe. But because your mind is now in an, is in an idle state. So foolish things are now, your mind begins to wander. It begins to shop. Shop in the open market. Okay. Yeah, it's like I saw the shoe. Ah, why, why did I know even? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Even that this thing was not good. It was copper. Ah, you just begin to say things. Then you say, hey, these days too, Bekitu has started wearing glasses. 
There are important things. So. But because you are idle, your mind has so much energy, it's just almost hibernating. So you just start picking anything, anything in the air. That's how you go and put your mouth in somebody's matter. They will now come and call you gossip. Go and say, do something, say something. Very bad. He sent them two by two. Two by two, verse one. And two, he said, he sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would have come. Every city, tell somebody, every city qualifies to be evangelized. Say your community qualifies to be evangelized. And say you have been sent there because Christ was supposed to be there. Therefore, you are there in his place. So the question is, if Christ entered into your community, what will he be doing? This preaching I'm preaching here, some people will hear and say, oh, Pastor, you're not important. You're not important. It's like, look, this thing, I can't do it. Me, I can give money, but I can't preach. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't preach? If I am preaching, anybody can preach. I remember in secondary school, first year, I, one of my guys, he was just pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. I was in front of the, uh, the board, chalkboard. They said, I have done something. But from that, my side too, I couldn't balance the thing. I said, I didn't did it. The whole class just rose out. Everybody started clapping. Preparatory school student. I didn't did it. Once they were laughing, I, I, I knew that the thing didn't fit into my mouth, but I still did not know the right answer, the right response. So one guy, one guy, he just, he just cooled me down. He said, you can't mix those two together. If you didn't do it, you didn't do it. Not I didn't did it. This is a true life story. Somebody like me, I shouldn't be talking in the first place. Because if it is even putting words together, I'm not good at it. But I'm here. <laughs> because of radical ministry, I'm preaching. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm preaching. Because I can't be sitting down like that. Will you also preach? I'm preaching. Yeah. By the time we were finishing final year, he was no longer the one teaching me. I was the one teaching him. I don't know how you are starting. Some way, somehow, if you are consistent, you will mount up. Praise the Lord. You say, I'm shy, I'm shy, I'm shy, I'm shy. What is shy? Uh-huh. How shall you shy? Somebody say, how shall I shy? <laughs> he has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity. Try your hands. 
and preach one day, maybe to a kid. I used to preach to trees. Yes, if I had an opportunity to preach, I have to just rehearse some lines before some time. So I'll be praying in the bush. I'll start preaching. My congregation is trees. Preach to trees. I said, no. If I do this in church, it won't be nice. So just preaching, preaching, preaching. Practice. If these Sunday school children upstairs come and ask you, what is baptism? You say that is the one who killed Jesus. Because you are not radical. What is baptism? He says it's the name of a disciple. Preaching. (laughs) Tell somebody to preach. In your workplace. Witness to someone. In your neighborhood. Witness to someone. Tell somebody any space you find yourself in. Make sure Christ is preached. And the preaching must yield something. People must believe and be saved. So don't be throwing the preaching like throwing stones into the bush. Preach with an intention. Preach with a vision. Preach with an expectation for conversion. You must bring people to conversion in Christ. They must receive. It's not like I've preached to him and I'm going away. No. You have to try your hands. Some people, they they are just in a hurry to walk away after talking to somebody about Christ. But your job is to get them to accept Christ. Are you here? I'm just telling you that, you see, doing the work of God, you might end up operating like Satan. You might just end up operating like Satan, trying to do the work of God. Bible says when men slept, his enemy came and planted seed and then walk away. That's evangelism that makes you go and just talk to somebody without the intent of conversion. By just sowing the seed of the word and walking away, you are almost operating like Satan. It is not everyone you preach to who receive Christ instantly. But look, justify to yourself that I pressed prayerfully to the best of my ability based on the grace given to me. Are you here at all? <laughs> it's not like giving some tract or handbills to people or oh, take, or oh, take, or oh, take. No. This thing you are snatching somebody from the hand of Satan into the kingdom of light. That's a major battle. As you are talking to them, you are already praying inside. Because the word you are speaking to them is a demon that is listening inside. So your warfare starts right from there. Barakusa nama kaluza. 
There's a spirit of falsehood and deception inside them. As you are preaching the truth, they are rebutting it. It's not true. They make it so difficult for them to believe. It's so simple. If this thing is workable, it will be complex small. So now that this one that is so simple, how can it be? Hey. Wow. Who is going to preach? Are you sure you're going to preach? <laughs> are you sure you are going to preach? I'm telling you, any power you have, Make sure you preach people into the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Number four. Do some few minutes. This one is just to pass it on to you. And then we go. Number four. Pillar number four. Now that we know we have been sent, we have to go out there and preach. Can we read that number two of Luke chapter 10? said, therefore, said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. That's what I'm saying. Add prayer to your preaching. Praise the Lord. That's radical ministry. Radical ministry is not, I am in a group in the church. Even demons know how to congregate. Jesus asked the guy in the, in the graveyard, what is your name? He said, we are plenty. And we are all in this church. And their church was the guy. Demons were legion. Demons can find a way to dwell together. Can you imagine? So if you are in a congregation, it's nothing special. Because even demons can cohabit. And fellowship. Yes. So being in the keeper's house, I'm in this group, I'm in that department, I'm in this management team, beautiful. I want everyone to serve. But the ultimate goal of our service is to bring people to the serving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Everything we are doing here, whether you are an usher, you are singing, whatever you are doing, You are doing nothing if all you are doing is what you are doing here. You are doing nothing. If all you are doing is singing, you are doing is that manasha. You are doing is that blah, 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 blah. Every house must be kept. But keep, you see, sweeping your father's house doesn't put food on the table. Does it put food on the table? That's, That's not productivity now. That's not, it's not an economic activity. If you are doing it outside your house, in a company, and that is your task, then you'll be paid for it. Are you here? But domestic chore, who gets paid for it? So if all you think you are doing in the kingdom is what is happening here, you are doing nothing. Because this is domestic chore. It's a traditional role. Don't neglect the assembly of the brethren. Are you here? So it's a command that we should come. And you have come. And I have come. And unto him shall the gathering of the saints be. When we are here, we have gathered unto him. 
But he did not only tell us to gather unto him. He also said that we should disperse. And go and do his business. He sent them to cities. Wherein he himself. Would have gone. I have some places to visit and do some work. But now that I have left. I want you to go in my place. Am I preaching? I just want to just do one pillar because if I add the other one, it's like won't close. So you go. <laughs> you go. Say, I'm an intercessor. Beautiful. But prayer can bring somebody to church, but it normally doesn't bring a lot of people to church. If there's a praying church that never goes out, and there's a praying church that go out, the church that prays and goes out will win more. Are you here? Than the one that prays and never goes out. You can't meet people and just talk to them or talk with them and just pass and go without even giving them an invite. What church do you attend? Can you visit us? Wow. Most people have invited to this church. I didn't even invite them as pastor. Um, because me too, when I'm in town, I look like one boy. Yeah, one boy. Just, Charlie, what church do you attend? And if they don't know me as a suffer, they say, oh, sometimes I go, sometimes blah, blah. I say, Charlie, I want to invite you to my church this weekend. It is when they come that day, they will see that I'm the pastor. Say so some guy, guy be. <laughs> so it's, it's just because me too, I'm a child of God. I'm a believer. And I also have to win souls on a personal level. Aside being a shepherd who is supposed to be feeding you the word, I must also win souls. And I'm trying my best. Praise the Lord. So you too, you have to. That is radical ministry. The pillar of radical ministry, number three, is that he has sent us to the world to win. Save the world for him. And so we have to be radical about it. We have to be what? I said that the fields are white. The harvest is plenty. When something is more than your capacity can handle, you need radicality. You need to be radical. You can't operate in your normal self when there is more work than your ability can handle. You, you have to find energy somewhere to do more than you normally do. Are you here at all? Over time, you must do over time. You must spend more time. You must do some more work. Some more work. That is radical ministry. Don't try to come here on Saturday and Sunday without a soul. It's a dangerous matter. It's like you are saying that your heart is a wayside heart. You receive the word. You are happy about it. But when you live now, you forget it. So as I'm preaching right now, some people are saying, no, I'll do this thing. Just get to the house and you know that. Mm. It's like the ice water you drank along the way. No. It has just cooled you down from the zeal you had. I bind it in the name of Jesus. This time I see you functioning in Jesus name. That amen is not strong at all. Hey. Have I seen well? 
It has happened to me before. <laughs> I was in assembly, they would preach rapture. Ah, so when we close, when we close, we are going for missions. So I said, today they will join. I'm going for evangelism. When we close, now I will now find job to do in the church, cleaning the instrument, doing something, something. So then I will give it. I was doing this thing. Now when I, I came out, they had gone. So be honest, mommy. I just found something to do as an excuse. It's like as for you people no go because God's house too, we have to clean it. Where's she here? I didn't go. I'm sure many people have died because I didn't go to witness. I pray for mercy. When I get to heaven, may nobody call my name from hell. Hey! Kobe! You! You are the reason why I am here. And I won't give you rest. Now, go with this, sir. I want to say, me do with this, sir, and I'm going to So now I have to just win more to balance the equation. To pay my debt of the many people I have allowed to go to hell. I have to win thousands. It's everyone that has perished, I must win like how many millions to compensate for one soul. So I don't have time for, you know, petty, petty matters. Because a radical minister thinks like a dying man. If you have 20 minutes to live and you have so much to do, when you meet your friend by the roadside and the clock is ticking, will you have time for a necessary talk? Oh, but I need to pick this, my child, from school. I need to put it. I need to sign the will. I need to see the lawyer. I need to do this. And you still have about 100 people to win. All in 20 minutes, they have told you time is up. That's when you are there. Somebody sees you. Hey, Charlie, hurry. Hey, Charlie, hurry. What's up? Santa. Santa, my friend. (laughs) You will be walking, seeing somebody's face. Uh, You say, good afternoon. Your eye is looking at the person, but the brain has gone past the person. Because you are thinking like a dying man. A dying man doesn't have time to waste. He doesn't have time for unnecessary conversation. Doesn't the time is any time wasted? Something is going to go wrong. So radical ministers think like dying men. Yeah, you have to think like today is the last day, and this is the last chance to do what you have to do. And so you have to have agency. Praise the Lord. You have to have what? Are you here or you are in Burkina? Okay, so you have to have agency. Ask somebody, are you, are you zealous? Passionate? What is it? What is it about? You don't have time to know the boy didn't come. I'm waiting for the call of the boy. Oh, five minutes is gone out of the 20.
I want to marry before I do the work. I want to have my children before I do the work. I want to get a job before I do the work. Hey. I want my business to blossom. Boom. Before I do the work. That's not radical ministry. Every radical minister uses their disadvantage. Turns it into an advantage for the kingdom. Praise the Lord. The woman said that I've been chasing five men. That's a disadvantage. But this one that you have told me, I'm using that same thing to go out there. And to tell people that this is my testimony. I used to be a prostitute, but I'm no more a prostitute. Because I met a man. I feel like preaching on... My Jesus Christ. As for us, we are in church. We don't want to even tell our story. Who have you met? Did you meet Jesus or you met Pastor Francis? Hey. You meet people, you start talking to them. Have you met my pastor? Have you met my pastor? You, just your pastor that is eating rice in the house. He's the one you are introducing to people. Rice and chicken. By the time you say, do you know Pastor Francis? Chicken is suffering in my mouth. Crap. Tell people about Christ first, though. Now, as we are on earth, too, by all means, you mentioned the name of a man, but Christ first. We need to tell the story of the cross. Jesus is still saving souls. And that's radical. It's a pillar that I I have been sent. This is what has consumed me. My mind is saturated with the thought that I have been sent. I'm not just taking a walk or strolling or wandering. I have been sent. My walk, there is a purpose to my living here. To my existence. And it's time bound. That's why he says I'm coming again. We don't have all the time to ourselves. So radical, the pillar is that I have been sent to save. So when a day goes by and you have not achieved that aim, that day has been wasted. Question is, did you meet people? Yes, plenty. How come you did everything minus what you have been sent to do? Every day is a witnessing day. Every day. Praise the Lord. Every day is what? Yeah. We have a man in Finland. Every day when he's, he closes from work. Is he close from work? After work, you go and spend like one hour to preach. Yeah, preach. Come to Christ. Beckoning people, escape the fire. If you meet you one-on-one in the train there, that one there, you will get proper word power because that one is like the focus is just on you. But you are so particular about your diplomatic self. I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. You know, I'm a lady. I'm a gentleman. Look at this. The people are going to hell. You are talking about what? Being a lady, being a gentleman. Your people are going to hell. 
Radical ministry is that somebody has seen you in the train. He has already said in the, in the head, nice dress. Nice dress. Wow. Fine man. The head said it, fine man. That is why you to your magnet inside you went to that person. But the thing just drew you to that person and you shut it down. Like you turn the Bluetooth off. Mm. Device will not connect. <laughs> Is it by force to connect? Hey! As you look at someone and say, hey! The thing is connecting, connecting, connecting. Oh, you just press. Pew! No connection. The leadings of the spirit in our lives when we meet people, they shouldn't be taken for granted. Some people, the, the last chance God has given them to escape that suicide is you. When you miss them, suicide is inevitable. I'm telling you that if you don't make yourself valuable to God, the demons will chase you in your dream because you are not important to God. Why should God send these angels, valuable ones, to just keep charge over you actively when you are doing nothing to grow his kingdom? Hello? Why? How? If I have to, and I'm entering into a deeper place where the people too are hard, I'm sure God will borrow yours. Yeah, because I will need more protection. He will borrow yours. He said, look, leave that foolish, lazy person there. Go to this one that is going to a place that there are wee smokers and he wants to go and bash people to church and he's going to be confronted. I need this angel to shut the mouth of this one like the angel that shut the mouth of the lion so that he can have the liberty to preach. Without somebody coming to choke him with a knife. That's how the angel will leave your side. Because as you are there, you you are waiting for a love water from some stupid boy. Who is coming to deceive you. To impregnate you if we are not even wild. Tell somebody the contract will come. But be on the move for Christ. <laughs> hey. Radical. Look, don't let the radical ministry be the singing we are doing. It's not like this church, we want to have double numbers. It is what Christ has said we should do. Go out there, win souls. And when we win souls, Nobody harvests crops from his farm and just throws it into the river. Is that what people do? So you have to bring them into the church so that we will groom them and not lose them. As we bring them into the church, that's how the church will be growing. But it is actually the kingdom that is growing. And they will be brought here because possibly there is what it takes to keep them here. The same way you have been kept. That's how they will be kept. Praise the Lord. 
But if you just win and say, oh, any Bible-believing church close to you, what is Bible-believing church? Any. The person didn't know Christ. How would the person know what a Bible-believing church is? They were sent to win souls. The instruction was specific. Praise the Lord. So, make sure that you are counting the souls. Yeah, count the souls. Don't just leave. How, if you send your two-year-old child, you just open your gate and say, go to school. To some, school is entering under the car. Because that is the mental level of that two-year-old child. School is, wow, I like the tie of the car. That's how it's black. It just enters there. I want to wheel it. So you don't leave a, a new convert to make that choice. You help them to make that choice. And if you are here, you carry them and bring them here. Praise the Lord. I won't be on radio and say, oh, you have received Christ, blah, 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 blah. Look for keeper's house. Look for what? The keeper's house. Look for Look for us. If you heard me preach wherever you are, look for the keeper's house. If you call me and you are very far away from me, I will show you that, oh, go to this church. Go to that. Do you understand? Very powerful. Is it powerful? Okay, please, let's rise to our feet. I want you to lift up your hands wherever you are, please. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.